and welcome to Tabletop Game Talk, a show where we talk about tabletop games and gaming topics of all kinds. This week, we'll be talking about movies based on games and gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Fletcher. I'm Kitty. And I'm Chris. What's more popular, Mario Brothers or D&D? If you've looked at the box office results for the last month, besides being a bit odd like us, you'd know that Mario Brothers has made over $430 million and the D&D movie has made about $82 million. Apparently, we need to change to a mainstream video game podcast to really make the big money. But before we do that, a thank you to our Patreon friends of the show, Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, Sahara and Wentworth, Michael Finley, Listener Doug, and the Gift of Games and Grays Lake. Huge thank you to all of our other patrons as well. Uh, we record live on Discord at random times. Tonight is a Monday at 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Join our Discord to be notified when we turn on the recording. That's it. Links in the show notes. Um, Kitty, welcome back. You've only been gone a week, I'm- I think, though, right? As far yes. as our listeners are concerned. So it's not that As far as our <laughs> listeners are concerned. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I Do you want to give us like a two-minute update? <laughs> I done landed myself in the hospital last weekend um, for a 72-hour hold, but I'm out. I'm free, and hopefully I won't be back until closer to baby time. <laughs> and your prescription is no more chores. Yeah, my prescription is um, take it easy. Stop doing things. I was like, great, as a stay-at-home mom, that's super chill and easy to do and not at all hard and also um i forgot to show you during the pre-show i don't know if you can see my beautiful yeah is that a tattoo or a bruise that is a bruise they tried to put in like seven ivs and only one of them worked it was very dramatic that was the most dramatic part of my hospital stay was trying to get the iv started so if you are yeah. not one of the half a dozen <laughs> listeners in our live impromptu audience, Kitty's forearm, just imagine about a third of your forearm is covered in a bruise and you got about, you got about the right idea there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so not a normal place to put an, I, an IV on I'm, like the underside of your forearm. Um, when you're in labor and delivery, they try to put your um, IVs either in the back of your hand or in your forearm somewhere where you don't bend your arm a lot because they leave them in forever. Got it. Yep. And they okay. take all the blood from it and put all the stuff in through it. It's, it's basically just like a cybernetic implant. And it's the worst for trying to sleep with an IV in your arm because like you're not connected to the pole still. You just have the port. But it just stays oh, yeah. there the whole time, and it's it keeps getting caught on stuff. Does it start to itch? I, like? It starts to itch. Um, I can tell you, after about seventy two hours, it was quite itchy. First two days, not so bad, but yeah, I can't say I've spent any length of time in a hospital except for one time when I was a test subject in college, and it was like a seventy two hour thing where they gave you like this experimental drug or a placebo, and then they would. Like, take your blood pressure and take blood every 30 minutes and all of that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool. You know, they're going to pay me $1,000 to spend, you know, three days in a hospital, which sounded fun. Um, and then you earned at, that money. <laughs> I did. Um, at one point, it's I stood not up. Fun. <laughs> it is not fun. But I, I stood up. Like, so the first, like, I don't know, six or seven hours after they give you the drug, you don't, you just kind of lay there and they just keep taking blood. And the very first time I stood up, they were taking my blood pressure at the time. And my blood pressure was something like 35 over 20. Um, Whoa. <laughs> at which point I immediately. And you were still bl- alive? <laughs> yeah, I immediately blacked out and <laughs> fell back down. And the doctor's like, uh, should we record that? And we're like, and they're like, I guess we should. And then let's take it again. <laughs> so they made me lay down for another, I think another 18 hours before they let me get up again. 
and then it was fine. But yeah, so I'm so probably not twins at the time, but that's that's my only hospital story. Fletcher, you got a hospital story? I have lots of hospital stories, (laughs) but I won't bore you with them. You're a medical specimen. I am. I will give you that. Um, Fletcher, what have you been doing this weekend? Were you in a hospital? I was not in a hospital. I was in a movie theater. Mm. Kind of the same. Kind of the same. <laughs> I actually did go to the movie theater this weekend. That was the weekend before I was in the hospital. But I yeah. also was in a movie theater this weekend. So we're going to talk on about... On a whim, uh, we were looking for something to do. And uh, Carmen and I and our, our friend Catherine, Catherine was like, I want to go see the D&D movie. And we're like, okay, let's go see it. So then we went to go see the D&D movie. On Sunday. And then I texted, I think I texted the group on Sunday saying, hey, let's talk about the movies. Have you guys seen Mario or D&D? And Kitty says, I saw Mario. And Fletcher says, I saw D&D. And I said, all right, I've seen them both. Let's chat. (laughs) I also saw John Wick 4, but apparently that is not... um relevant to this podcast interests i was i want to see that movie i was tempted to put it on the list i just saw john wick one for the first time like two weeks ago oh my if gosh you enjoy watch that yeah yeah watch I, all of them they're all but only if you enjoy that first one <laughs> if you don't like it you're not gonna like the rest of them because they're all like the same the same there's there's slightly different motivations as they go on they get like crazier and crazier into like because the first one they is just like a straight revenge They build up this whole assassin story. universe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you, the first one, it's just straight revenge. It's great. So good. If you enjoy, you know, Keanu Reeves just murdering violence. people for yep. two hours straight. <laughs> so that was that. But then, like, yeah, you get deeper and deeper into, like, this assassin's guild. And it's, like, so intricate and wild. But yeah, yeah, if I'm, you enjoy the intricate details of the Assassin's Guild, uh, Fletcher, I highly recommend the fourth one. I'm yeah, looking, no, I want to see it. Yeah, I'm looking forward it's to so it. It's so long, though. It took me a number of times to actually be able to watch the first one. Because I've owned it for, I don't know, probably a year or two. And every time I start it up, it's just like, eh, I'm not really in the mood for mindless violence right now. Which is odd, because usually I am. But... <laughs> <laughs> whenever I started it just eh, maybe something else and then I started watching it I'm like oh this is really good so yes I enjoyed it quite a bit it was good in that mindless violence kind of way so I have two more that I own that I will watch and then I'll watch four when it comes out on streaming it's out which is normally oh. in like three weeks I don't know it takes like three or four weeks for things to come go from the theater to streaming these days so but yeah, we went to 6.15 showing, and I was not expecting to get out at 9 p.m. We were like, well, we'll go see the movie at 6.15, and then we'll go get dinner. And it was like, we got out at 9 p.m. We're like, I guess we're just going to drive through Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I guess everything is closed now. <laughs> yeah, so movies. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about movies mm-hmm. because uh, for a long time. Because that pays and D&D does not. <laughs> and D&D does not, <laughs> Yes. If we were a movie podcast, we'd be so successful, except we only watch about one movie a year between us. Um, <laughs> the odds of us all watching a movie on the same weekend or within like the same week is insane, really. But it yeah. was gaming movies that had us doing it. And that's significant. And that's why we're talking about movies. And we're not going to spoil anything. So we will obviously talk about the Mario movie. We'll obviously talk about the D&D movie. But we're not going to spoil anything of those movies. So... Um, yes, because yeah. I don't want the Mario movie spoiled, and 
Kitty probably doesn't want the D&D movie spoiled, yeah. so we're not going to spoil um, anything. You have to be careful because player three will, like, if you ask him, like, what part of the movie did you enjoy? He'll be like, oh, the ending. <laughs> tell you what it is <laughs> we've been really like, treating him book? like you can't you can't just say that buddy <laughs> he's been learning what, what is book? a spoiler <laughs> oh I l- it was crazy when dumbledore died <laughs> yes <laughs> like what no um yeah so apparently uh chats like darth vader is mario's father and <sighs> it's been spoiled for me now so that's it that's over uh it's entirely possible it. though i did but yeah, no, it's a me or daddy. Yeah, the worst of the spoilers will be whatever you might have been able to glean from previews. I think that's probably the extent right. of spoilers. So, also the Mario movie, um, it's Mario. So if you know about Mario, you know about the movie and the D and D movie. Basically, the same thing. It's it's D and D. So, I, I first I want to talk about the box office results because I watch. YouTube sometimes. I used to, I, I've spent years and years and years being like, I will never start watching this YouTube thing because it's dumb. It's stupid. People just like watch it and it's like brainless. And mm, you're wrong. then I started watching but it and now move on. <laughs> now you I learned watch it you were wrong. I learned I was wrong. <laughs> um, now I watch it almost constantly. It's almost my main TV network. And there are tons and tons of little, the like the suggestions that pop up. And many of them are like how Mario killed the D&D movie and how Mario is king and D&D movie is a huge flop and a huge failure. And I don't believe that is true. It makes for an interesting clickbait thumbnail on YouTube. But I think that they both are very successful movies. They're both very good movies. If I mean, if not very good, they're at least very entertaining. And... Both will make their well. Mario's already made his money back multiple times over, but um, the D and D movie will make a significant amount of its money back for sure. Um, it'll make money. It'll make money. Yeah, and I would not be surprised it, to see a sequel once it gets its uh, you know worldwide release and everything. I mean, it'll definitely make money, even yeah. though it might be disappointing for its domestic audience. Yeah. So for those who don't know, the D and D movie came out. I don't know, three weeks ago, I guess, and it cost about one hundred and fifteen million dollars to make which is a lot, but it was a well-done movie. And it is so far, as of this recording, made about $82 million back. So it hasn't broken even yet. And a lot of people consider it kind of a flop because it didn't make its money back in opening weekend. I'm not sure that anyone expected it to make that much money back, but it will make that much money, right? As soon as it hits streaming. Now, the big thing that people are talking about is the D&D movie comes out, and then the next weekend, it just, you know, it goes from opening weekend of you know, 40, 50, 60 million, someplace in there, to like practically nothing. Why? Because that weekend, the Mario movie came out. And that's where, like, D&D competing with Mario, that's a tough competition right where's your gaming movie dollars going and why did they release back-to-back gaming movies i don't know but someone messed that up but i i enjoyed them both and that's why i watched them both so we're, t- we're talking about gaming movies we're talking about this also rotten tomatoes um i found this very interesting rotten tomatoes the critic review of rotten tomatoes for the mario brothers i know i've already put it in the show notes but other people aren't able to see it 59 percent Critic review for D&D, 90%. The audience reviews, which is the only thing I really care about, is 96 for the movie for Mario Brothers and 93 for Dungeons & Dragons. So both of these movies are very good based on the people 
the audiences that have seen them. And the critics like the D&D movie better than the Mario movie, which I find odd. Um, <laughs> one of the critics I read on, about the Mario movie was, the plot's a little light. It's, like, a it's, kids a <laughs> it's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie. It's a movie about a video game. What were you expecting? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm guessing that they take the princess and hide her in a castle. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think you, we should start with, I'll give a small summary of the Mario movie and Fletcher can give me a small summary of um, yes, the D&D movie. Perfect. So you guys are giving spoiler free summaries to each well, other. Yeah. Without a spoiler. Yep. Spoiler free. So, um, the Mario movie involved a lot more actual plumbing than I expected. First part of the movie, <laughs> the Mario brothers are in Brooklyn actually doing plumbing. That That's more of the movie than I thought would be that. Um, but somehow Brooklyn is flooding all of it. And the Mario brothers are going to go fix it. And that's how they're going to make their name in plumbing. And uh, they find a mysterious pipe that sucks them into, you know, the the game world, the Mario world. The Mushroom so Kingdom. Mario ends up in the Mushroom Kingdom, but Luigi ends up in Bowser's Kingdom. So And now we're about Mario, 10 minutes into the movie. So You wish. It's like 40 minutes into the movie. <laughs> no. Well, that, that maybe plumbing 15, scene minutes. with the dog, that plumbing <laughs> scene with the dog is so long. That is my biggest complaint about that movie. So <laughs> they spent so the- much time. So I brought Zachary to see this movie. This is the first movie he's ever seen in a theater. I explained to him mm-hmm. that, you know, we're going to a movie theater. So if you want to talk, we have to whisper. We can't use our n- normal loud voices. The moment we got in the theater, he sat there silently staring at the screen, eating popcorn, <laughs> doing nothing else except for when they went down the pipe. He says, I think he went down the wrong pipe. And that's it. Luigi, that's the only thing he said. <laughs> Luigi ends up down the wrong pipe. Um, and he gets captured by Bowser, and Mario. You're ends spoiling up in- way more than you're. You're going into like synopsis mode right now. <laughs> this has all been revealed in the previews, except that that dog scene is like way more. I'll give you that. You want it to be so. All of this has been in the preview. Um. So yeah. So, but Mario meets up with Peach and Toad, and they have to defeat Bowser and rescue Luigi. Yeah. And so Luigi's the princess ensues. in this one. Um, and they have to get Donkey Kong on board to do that. <laughs> and there's there's also Mario Kart with Donkey yes. Kong going on and, there. And there's multiple Nintendo games. Most of these are cameos at the beginning where they're playing Nintendo yeah. games of themselves, but with different names. So it's kind of like an alternate reality Nintendo. Um, what was the one? Oh, they were playing Kid Icarus was the one I noticed. Uh, the big one that was not like related to either of them, but. Yes, yeah, so-, so many Easter eggs, <laughs> according to Courtney. I agree. Yes. Yeah. If you enjoy uh- Nintendo Universe, it's just, it has the feel of Mario. I think they really captured it. It's very fun. There's a lot of like, all of the different games get nods. So it's not like, oh, this is based on like Super Mario 3D World or Mario Brothers 2. It's like, there's a little bit of everything. There's some Luigi expansion stuff going on there. Like anything you can think of in the Nintendo universe, I'm sure there is an Easter egg and somebody online has already found it. So yeah. Super Mario 3 so was well represented. Yes. Um, yeah. The only, there was a couple missing things that were like so quick that you didn't 
like you had to watch for it. Like there's certain characters that existed on the screen for maybe two seconds. And I'm like, all right, I'm waiting for the sequel so we can go into those characters now. But yes. it was it was good. I would it was good. The plot was easy for a child to follow. It didn't freak my kids out too much. At one point I thought my kid was freaked out, but it turns out he was eating popcorn so aggressively he bit his own finger. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so so that was that. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to say it out loud, but Courtney, I agree with you. Um, I also think, yeah, it it was. I thought Zachary would be a lot scarier than he was because the Bowser scenes scared were her. really dark. But he just uh, but kind it's of Jack Black. He's played yeah. by Jack Black, um, and he's <laughs> and he does sing. You can't be Bowser s- sings. You can't be scared of. Jack Black, my only dream is that this year at the Oscars, Jack Black performs the Peaches song. That would be great. <laughs> it is That's not a musical. I I, yeah, it's not a musical in any way, except for Bowser does have a song. <laughs> Bowser has one song, and that uh, it's it's so funny. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I would take my kids to go see it again to kill two hours if it was like, you know, rainy and gross outside and we had nothing better to do with our time. I think it's supposed to be on streaming. One of them is on streaming next month. Maybe it's a D&D movie, and then Mario's right after that. Probably. But All right, Fletcher, summary of the D&D movie. Um, so I was thinking about this, and your D&D movie is your basic... It's, it's a heist movie dressed up in, uh, you know... It takes place in the Forgotten Realms, specifically in, in uh, you know, the Sword Coast area. Um, so if you're familiar with that as all with that at all, that's where it takes place. And they have a number of different call outs to, um, to things that like really exist in the D and D universe and in the forgotten realms. And they explain everything that you need to, if, uh, if there's no backstory, um, or uh, can you guys hear that? I don't know if you can yeah. hear that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we probably can, but the people who are listening to us probably can't. Okay. That was my doorbell. Um, so let me back up a second because that was really distracting. <laughs> the movie is <laughs> the movie is dressed up as it's a, it's a heist movie that takes place in the Forgotten Realms in the fantasy universe, you know, and it's it's good. It's done, I would say, in the style of a Marvel movie. So it's quippy, it's action, it's funny. Uh, so if you like Marvel movies, you'll like this movie. And, um, you know, I went in there with not a huge amount of expectation of what I would feel about it. Um, the previews look good, but I actually really thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, and you don't need to know a lot about D and D to get involved in this movie. Um, everything, everything that they talk about, that's like D and D kind of like related. It either doesn't matter or they give you enough kind of like backstory or exposition to kind of like get you through it and like get the gist of what, what's going on. I would agree. I think, if you are familiar with D&D, the system, the characters, you will find lots of things that you can like see and appreciate. If you are unfamiliar with it completely, it's just a fantasy heist movie. And it's just a fun movie to watch in general. And I think that's why it's doing so well with the audience, because you can bring your non-D&D friends and they will also enjoy the movie because it's, it's just a fun movie to watch. And I then- watched it with Carmen. She had no, you know, she doesn't know anything about D&D. She expected to be bored the, the entire time. She thought it was going to be like, um, 
<laughs> rolling dice. Removing us. <laughs> well, not not that, but she thought it was going to be like really like a really serious movie about like um, high fantasy. Like yeah, high fantasy, like like, Lord like of Lord the, the Rings drama, or something like yeah. that. Um, and she wasn't going to understand or get it, but she had a great time. Um, there's one scene with a dragon that I won't spoil that is like hilarious, and I kept I was like laughing the entire time, like all three of us were laughing our butts off, and it was so funny. Um, but yeah, the movie in general is, I would say, it's great. It's it's a great fun. You don't you don't need to know anything about D and D to have a good time at this movie. Yeah. Absolutely rent it on streaming if you don't want to see it in the theater. And you you don't need to see either of these in the theater. Um, Mario has a 3D ver. Actually, I don't. They probably both do, but um, I don't like 3D, and I definitely would not see 3D with a four year old. So absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, both of these are fine for small screens. Um, by small screens, I mean at least seventy two inches. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you and Spencer and your two big TVs. Well, I might need another new TV. My my TV upstairs has has stopped acknowledging the software volume controls. <laughs> so I can turn the volume up and down, and on the screen it'll tell me that the numbers changed, and I can mute it and unmute it, and a little mute on kind will come on and off. But the volume is at a fixed level, and it will not change no matter what. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, so now I need a bigger TV. That sounds problematic. No. Yeah. <laughs> John says he only has a 55 inch TV. Um, you can watch it. You're just not going to enjoy it as much. It's fine. <laughs> you know what matters more than the screen is your sound system. That's true. Um, I don't have a good sound system at all. So I'm, I, 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 movie theaters are loud. Zachary, he didn't seem to mind. He doesn't like the blow dryer in the bathroom, but like, right. Epic sound of the theater. He was totally fine with. I'm like, all right. Yeah. My thoughts. So I watched. Both of them, um, I watch. If I had to choose one to watch again, and I could only ever watch one of them again, it would probably be the Mario movie because it is one of those movies that's meant to be able to be watched over and over and over. It's a kid's movie, right? And it's a kid's movie that adults can appreciate, which I really like those kinds of movies. The D&D movie was fantastic, but it's it's also one of those movies where it's like, okay, I watched it. I liked it. I don't need to watch it again. And I, like the original, well, there's been a lot of D&D movies, so I want to be careful when I say original. The last <laughs> D&D movie that everyone else hated. The, the one in the 2000s with Jeremy Irons? Yes. I loved that movie. I've watched that, that not movie, a good movie probably 20 it's objectively times. Objectively a bad movie. Yeah, uh, objectively bad. I don't know why people say it's bad. I truly don't. I think it's amazing. It's not a... It's another heist movie, too. Because <laughs> um, apparently that's what you do. do you, why do D&D movies have to go to, like, the thief side of things? I was thinking about that. Both of the... Well, so the main character in this, I they never say, except for one character, where they say, like, oh, he is a paladin. Uh, or And another guy's a mage. Druid, it's obvious, yeah. and they talk about he's a mage. Say, no, sorcerer, um, sorcerer, yeah. Sorcerer, yeah. Um, they don't like declare it really anybody else's classes, really. But the main the main character, created by uh, played by a uh, Chris Pine, um, you're made to believe that he might be a thief, but he carries around a, a um, not a, a loot. Um, is it a loot? It's a loot. No, uh, okay. He carries around a loot, a so I guess he's bard? a bard. <laughs> yeah. He took one loot. He probably multiclassed. Yes. So here's. So- <laughs> Here's my question, having not seen the movie, and honestly, part of why I 
Because I, I had my choice this weekend. I had no children because um, my mom took my children because I'm on bed rest. And I was given the choice between going to see the D&D movie, going to see John Wick 4, or going to see um, whatever that exorcism movie is. And we chose John Wick 4 over the D&D movie because it doesn't, it didn't seem like anything more than a generic fantasy movie. I think it's it like was they more slapped D and D on it to try to make it seem like there's something more to this generic fantasy movie than just being generic fantasy heist. You, um, so you didn't say me. the same thing about like a lot of Marvel movies, honestly. I mean, to except be fair, that they're characters that you know. I don't see a lot of the Marvel movies unless they're like I. Uh, what I think Endgame might have been the last Marvel movie we saw in theaters, and I'm not caught up on streaming either. So. I I am a grump. I fully <laughs> fully admit that that I'm I am burned out on quippiness. Maybe I, this is a quippy, funny, you know, action movie. I agree. Is it I, better I, than my favorite? Um, in no way actually a D and D movie, but it is spiritually a D and D movie, which is The Princess Bride. <laughs> it was. I mean, very few things are going to be better than The Princess Bride. Right. That's, it's a high bar. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> so that's not necessarily Where's the sports <laughs> gonna happen. But I would <laughs> I agree with both of you, right? Because looking at the D D movie, you can think of it as just like it's a generic fantasy story movie. And in a lot of ways, yes, it is a generic fantasy story movie, right? But like Ocean's Eleven, if we're gonna talk heist movies, right? This is like the great heist movie. I think when you look at something like that, and then you have Ocean's 12 and 13 and 14 and 15, you kept going back and watching it because, you know, it's it's a formula that it just kept being told. And the way... I did not. <laughs> I only watched Ocean's 11. <laughs> Good. That's all you need to watch because the rest of them are have all the same the, thing. Have you seen the Rick and Morty episode where they talk, they cover heists? <laughs> but it is it is an actual formula. There are D&D books out that are specifically how to run heist stories, right? And and it is that, but it is fun. It is charming. The characters are likable. Um, there's a couple parts where you're like, okay, maybe I wouldn't have made that choice. But at the same time, you would you can so get invested in it. So what makes it D and D, not just fantasy? What is D and D? Except the I mean, they reference a lot of D and D stuff in the Forgotten Realms. Yeah, and and like classes and like they they use terms that like if you know D and D, you'll be like, oh, like I get it. Like at one point, the the sorcerer says, "Like that wasn't on purpose. That was wild magic." Yeah. Uh. Which so and and you have to be, but they do it in a way where you, if you are looking for it or you know, then you see it, and if not, it's just kind of a, it's there. You get you get it. Like yeah, yeah. Like when he says, "Like that wasn't on purpose. That was wild magic." You don't have to know what wild magic is to understand. Like he's saying, "I didn't mean to do that." Yeah. Have you, Kitty, have you watched the um, Critical Role series? I think it's on Netflix or. Nope. Whatever it is. That is absolutely. So when you're like Amazon, it's. So watch that and. Uh, why is the name escaping me? Because it's not Critical Role. It's. Um, um, someone's going to type it. Mordex is typing it right now. Vox Machina. That. Oh, yes. That's really great. Yes. If you watch Vox Machina, you are watching D&D, and you know you're watching it. And it is 
really, really well done because it is literally just like a port of an actual play. The Dungeons and Dragons yeah. movie is a Dungeons and Dragons novel. If you were to read any novel, that's how you would feel while watching the movie. And to that end, um, Wizard of the Coast has actually put out a whole bunch of free content around the D&D movie for the game itself. And I th- found it interesting because the main character, he, I, I wanted him to be a bard, but he wasn't. In the movie, he never did anything bardy besides play a lute. And normally he was just hitting people with the lute. Like yeah. it was a club. He would he would play it occasionally, <laughs> but he never had any of like, that. He, he, he like, never really did. He, well, he never yeah. really did anything. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> he was like the quippy kind of like mastermind. Oh, so he was Chris he, Pine he was the planner. the whole time. Exactly, he was Chris Pine in you know <laughs> yeah. fantasy leathers, um, which maybe that's enough for some people just to go to the movie. I mean, like, <laughs> what yeah. else do you need? So when you look at the stat blocks. Uh, which they these are officially published stat blocks on these characters. They are not written as PCs. They don't have classes. They don't have levels. They are written as what? NPCs. So they're basically um, an NPC Tell is them the same as a monster stat blocks. <laughs> so now some of them are a little bit truer to classes, like um, Doric. She is a tiefling druid, masterfully done. Probably like just phenomenal. Like everything about her character is phenomenal. Yeah. Lo- like that's all I'm going to say. But Edgen, who's the quote unquote bard, he's he's written up as a medium humanoid bard, chaotic good. Like that's his that's his stat block. He has no bard abilities whatsoever. Um, he has friends and charm person and disguise self and suggestion. So I guess you can kind of play those into the character personality a little bit. But essentially, his weapon is reinforced loot melee attack plus five one d eight plus two damage. Like that's his yeah. attack. He has a reinforced loot, and it does look reinforced, actually, like in the movie. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's not fun. It is. It's a blast. But if you're going in to say, okay, I want to know, I'm watching the PCs, you're not. You're watching a story in the D&D world going on, and this is a group of characters in that story. So it's, but it's not a true one-to-one, I could create these characters and play them. Because that's really not what they were designed to do. I would say probably the druid and the, um, or sorry, the summoner Sorcerer. and the druid. Yeah, summoner and the druid are closest to actual characters you would play. Yeah. And they did a great job with both of them. So It's so upsetting because the bard is such a, it would be such a fun class to have on screen. Because I feel like in the game, you know, you say these things, sometimes you're like, oh, I get out my lute and start playing a song and I inspire everyone. And like... Nobody's going to, you know, actually start singing at the table to, like, get that effect to, like, you know, it's, but in a story, it can be so cool. And if you have somebody, you know, like, um, in the Glass Cannon, there's one battle where they're fighting against a Scald, which is a um, barbarian druid, or barbarian bard combination and they're playing the drums and you can just like get that feel you know like when somebody's like playing like a really cool like drum line kind of thing and you can really pump people up like you get the energy going you've got a crowd and he's got all these orc barbarians coming at while there's this like intense drum music going on and that is a moment you can have in a movie so much easier than you can do at a tabletop or in an actual play because you're just 
doing your best to describe like yeah you i just did a really bad job at it you saw how terrible i was at describing like cool pump you up drum music yeah <laughs> that, vox machina they did the bard right like it was exactly the D bard and i think the difference is and you guys can correct me on this when you're playing fifth edition there are i think there's four but i can only think of three classes that are not magic based and because of that if you have a party of characters, especially in like a movie or something, and everyone is able to cast spells, it doesn't make magic interesting. It's, yeah. it's not special, right? This is Spencer's complaint with, you know, D&D in general is there's just magic everywhere. Therefore, magic is nothing. Yes. It's not special. And in order to make it special in a movie or a book or something, you have to kind of limit the access to it. And the traditional D&D bard is a, is a spell caster. Yep. And that's not what they were going for here, right? They were going for the fun, quippy bard as opposed to the spellcasting bard. Um, as long as it wasn't the the bard trope that gets thrown around a lot, I, I appreciate that at least it wasn't that. <laughs> I, it was, I think, I think it was a very well done NPC bard. Is, is how I will say it. Now, the char- again, I say that from a D&D perspective. The movie itself was fantastic. But every time I was going through there, everything they did, I'm like applying the rules to it. Like, where are the, how does this affect? I mean, yeah. the, we have to be nitpicky nerds. That's the whole point exactly. of this episode. Yeah. Like, you I'm, know, the movie, I will say, I'm probably going to watch this movie the second it comes out on streaming. I just didn't want to go to a theater to watch it. Yeah, it um, would be totally fine to do that. It looks fun. It looks fun. And enjoyable and you know there's nothing wrong with that but like if you're gonna call something dungeons and dragons you're asking for the nerds to come out and bash it well and most people are actually coming out and saying they got all these things right there's so many positive um like streamers talking about this that are like this is great this is great this is great um like i said i think it was all great the only thing that i was nitpicking was the pcs weren't pcs but that's most of what I've seen, because I follow the Dungeons and Dragons subreddit, and I do wonder if some of the box office failure has to do with um, the open gaming license drama coming out right before this, because I saw a lot of backlash Probably online that says, because of this, I'm not going to go see the movie in theaters. I don't want them to have my money. And yeah. I, I do think I, that there's... The timing of that was very The timing poor. was not great. <laughs> because the excitement for this movie was pretty high. Like, it had real names, real actors. Like, it, yeah. it was, there was a lot of hype to it. I, I think you watch it because it's fun. It's fun. It's worth watching. Even if you just stream it, it's still fun and worth watching. Now, just so we can say we talked about gaming movies in general and not just D&D and A Touch of Mario, I did put a <laughs> link in the show notes to two different articles. And I didn't do a ton of research here, um, but these are more recent articles. And the first one we're going to talk about is the name of the article is Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, and Nine Other Movies Based on Board Games. And all this article does is make me realize there are practically no movies based on board games. There is because- one amazing movie that if we do not discuss in this podcast, we would be remiss in our duties as podcast hosts i believe it's yep this is on the list (laughs) um now i'm just going to go through the other ones here because um just just so you get an idea of 
how infrequent movies based on board games happen. Um, Ouija, Origin of Evil, <laughs> is one of theirs. I'm like, I would, okay. I would hesitate to call a Ouija board a board game. Exactly. Jumanji, yes. as far as I know, Jumanji not a board game. was a it movie. It's not a real board game. First. It's a book. <laughs> no, it's a book. Uh, Jumanji and um, I'm assuming we're coming up to Zathura. Both of them. Yes. Just children's books. Do not... Yeah. Do not have real games. The game until came out after later. The movie, yeah. yeah, yeah. Both of those. Zathura is the other one on there, which is so. Jumanji. If you haven't seen that, you uh, should. Welcome to the Jungle. It's a great movie. It's a great. The, the original movie with Robin Williams is fantastic. And then Welcome yes. to the jung- Jungle. The it's not even a reboot. It's just like uh, twenty years later. Um, yeah. It was great. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, Zathara. There's I've, a lot of Jack Black on this list. Um, and Chris he, Pine. I think he likes Maybe that was to, the other list. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've never seen Zathara, but apparently this, again, wasn't based on a board game, but inside no. of the movie, it's, they it's play like, a board It's game. like Jumanji in space. Yeah. Um, but the Dax Divine Shepard move. isn't nearly as good as uh, Robin Williams, so. <laughs> yeah. um, the Divine Move, a South Korean action movie. I, I have known nothing about it, so I can't speak of it. Um, Battleship, which the only thing that Battleship and the Battleship board game, game, and it's not really a board game, have in common is the name. Uh, excuse me, the missiles that they fire, the missiles that the aliens fire <laughs> into the ships look like pegs. Spoilers. And they use a grid system. <laughs> okay. Well, I do, and John points out they also have boats. Um, no, <laughs> yes, don't get me wrong. My mom loves that things. movie, by the way. I really, really, really like Battleship, the movie. I really it's like it. It's one of it my mom's fun, favorite movies. It is a fun I, movie. That movie is really dumb, but it's really fun at the end when they actually use like an old World War II battleship. <laughs> yeah, it's, yes. it is not bad. Um, I will I will go with that. Another one here is Ward Wars. Ward Wars. Word, word. Yeah, I have no idea. I've never heard of it. It Pokemon. looks like it's about Scrabble. Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Why is this one here? Like, yes, it's a Pokemon movie, but there's 100,000 Pokemon movies and stuff. Also, not and originally a board game. Exactly. This was originally a video game. So why is it made the board game list? There, I don't know. There is a card. There, There's a tabletop game of it, but that, yeah. It's a yeah, stretch. Again, it yeah. came out after. It came out after the video game. Big, but again, big stretch. If you haven't seen uh, Detective Pikachu, you should. It is the one Pokemon movie that I would recommend to anybody. It's just a fun, fun movie. Um, it's the only Pokemon movie I've seen. It, it's a good one. And then another one called Escape Room, which again which is... Which if we're including also, this, is Saw also based on board games? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Saw. So, the I'm not even going to reference room. this article because it's so bad. Um, it's so bad. <laughs> but I just like, it's hard to find these things. Like Game Night. I think Game Night's the name of it, where they were playing. Um, there's a couple that love games, right? And they're like super crazy into games. And it's all the stuff that you get off the, uh, it's not even fair to say Target anymore because Target actually has good games. But it's all like the the mainstream Hasbro's, um, Milton Bradley, Scrabble kind of stuff. And it turned into... The way the movie starts is it's a game night and these guys are really competitive. And then all of a sudden, some people break into the house and now they think they're playing an escape room game. And then hilarity ensues. Um, It's an okay movie that's tangentially related to board games. Uh, It is nothing really to do with board games whatsoever. But it's an okay 
movie. But then I Googled video games because we talked about Mario. So, and they couldn't even narrow video games down to 10. This is the 15 best video game movies of all times ranked. I we're going to go through this list. <laughs> I, we're going to go through it because I have actually not seen the list except for the first one. Um, and it was a long time ago that I watched this, number, <laughs> this first one, which is Street Fighter 1994. This was released with Jean-Claude Van Damme. not that great. <laughs> I remember it liking it. to be it. at the bottom of the list, I Yes. Guess. I remember liking it, but I was 19 years old. Um, Pixels, uh, 2015. This is not technically based. I haven't based. seen this movie. It's okay. Yeah. It's it's not technically based on any specific game. Pac-Man makes a pretty big... Um, it's basically based on 80s arcade, if 80s arcade came to life and like were attacking you. So it's it's a fun movie. Um, it's it's well done, but it's not based on a specific thing. Uncharted. This this movie heard only good things about this. Haven't watched it. This yet. movie is okay. I mean, I don't know. Uh, did you play the video I think game they series? Mi- I think they miscast this movie. Honestly, what Spider Man should be in everything. <laughs> so this this is Tom Holland, right? That's the. Yeah, yeah. This is Tom yeah. Holland and uh, what's his name as as Sully. And if you like the games, the the games are already so cinematic. So trying to make a cinematic game, like literally a movie, Mark is kind of difficult. Thank you, John, yeah. for helping us. I have never played the games, and I enjoyed the movie because I think more so because I hadn't played the games. I didn't have any preconceived notions going in, and it was just a silly. Like, an ultra-silly plot. Um, hopefully the video game has a better plot than the movie has. But it was still fun. It was National Treasure-level plot, really, plot, essentially. Really fun, yeah. yeah. It, it, they're all kind of like... Na- like, even even the video games are like National tre- Treasure kind of, you know, video games. But they're but they're fun, given that, like, you know, story and, and uh, dressing. Uh, the next one they have on this list is Assassin's Creed, which I don't think I've watched. Not for any reason... It's- I haven't played the games, but I haven't um, watched the movie either. I played the first game, and I haven't seen the movie. I have not um, seen this movie, but I like Magneto. I like young Magneto. He's a good actor. Yeah, I may have to go back and watch. I'd watch uh, this it. One's, this one specifically, <laughs> because I have not seen the, the rest of them I've seen so far. So this one I have not seen. I will go back and watch it. Uh, number 11 is the Resident Evil series. And I think I've watched the first one, but there's about two or three of them in the series. I think there's more than that now. Oh my but. gosh, there's so many of these movies. All yeah, right. I've watched like oh, there's like at them. least at least five. Um, and I'm apparently they're it. doing well as they keep making them. Here's one that number ten. I saw this. I'm not a huge fan of the game, but I had to go see the movie, and that's the Warcraft movie, which this I just remember is, being really bad. There are a total of movie. seven live action Resident Evil movies. <laughs> yeah. Warcraft is not very good. It is. It takes itself way too seriously. Um, <laughs> and if you're not already kind of like steeped in the Warcraft lore, you'll probably get lost quickly. In John, this movie. Seems, John says he likes it. And it was a fun movie. I agree with you. I think it took itself too seriously. If it was just the a little bit more. The next one is my favorite. <laughs> which one? The next one is my favorite. Oh, okay. Uh, this one is good. Um, now, this is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And yeah, I'm assuming. Two is so much better. <laughs> I I loved one. And two was good. I loved one. Like, because I went into Sonic oh the gosh. Hedgehog. 
Well, I went into that having no expectations. I'm like, this is going to be the stupidest movie because it's Sonic the Hedgehog. And then you watch it and it's actually a good movie. And not even I'm not even saying decent and fun. I'm like, this was a good movie. Kitty's looking like she Jim Carrey earned his paycheck in that movie. He yeah. carried that movie. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the the first movie is only there to set up the better second movie. Like you have to watch the first one to watch the second one, but the second one is far superior. With the whole Vivanka, where they have to do the dance fight <laughs> and the the wedding with the priest. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. It's so good. You should watch it. If you have like an eight-year-old boy in your life who has not seen this movie, watch this with them. It is a delight. Yes. Son of the Hedgehog. That is all. One it's and so two. Good. I'm just going to throw both of them out there. Um, we'll see if one comes up later on the list. Uh, number eight is Mortal Kombat. The 2021 <laughs> Mortal Kombat? There was a Mortal Kombat Yeah, in I watched this. Yeah. It was on HBO and I watched it. It's a, a very serious take on, you know, the uh, the video game. It's fine. I think I like the 1995 version better. Um, Tomb Raider. I haven't 20- read this list. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Tomb Raider 2018. Um, I didn't hate this movie. I didn't see the 2018 version. I've only seen the original. Yeah, I only saw the one with Angelina Jolie. Um, I think I've seen both, if I recall. Or maybe I'm thinking Angelina Jolie. I thought I saw this one. No, but the actress does not look familiar to me, so it maybe I need to add this to my list. Unmemorable. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 very new. It's only five years old, uh, so now I need to take a look at it. Yeah, that was when we had children, though. Number six, the <laughs> Super Mario Brothers movie of 2023. So these both of these articles were written in response to the two movies that we started with at the top of the show, which is why they will be featured in both lists. Um, the first list that was the only thing that was worth featuring. But yeah, Super Mario movie, excellent. Go watch it. Number five, and I disagree with this one completely. Uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy Advent Children. So bad. Um, so, I mean, I like this movie. I don't, was this a theatrical release? I don't think so. It, wa- it was. It was. It was. Actually, I don't know if it was in theaters or not. I don't think it was a theatrical deal. release. So I, I remember I watching watch this movie it. and it's, it's a good movie, but you need to play the game to understand what the heck is going on. If you have not completed the game, you will be completely lost. That Maybe that was my problem because I didn't like any of the kind of future sci-fi Final Fantasies. And this one just, nah, nah, it just fell short for me. Um, and it shouldn't have. Oh, here's number four, Sonic of the Hedgehog, part one. See, I told you. Not as good as two. Oh, disagree. So it it was disagree surprised. with this list. Number two is better. Here's They're the both thing. really good though. They're both hundred percent worth watching. After listening to me hype it up, it's gonna be worse for you. But when you go in with no it's expectations, <laughs> it, it'll blow you away. Like you just have just it's yeah. Just clear your mind. Expect put yourself in the mind frame of like an eight year old boy. And yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um number three, not based on a video game, but sort still of. amazing. Wreck It Ralph. We've- Th- this should be number one, in my opinion. This is an amazing movie. And, it's such uh, a good movie. Really the most well rounded and like movie ish. Yeah. Of, we watch it probably a couple times a month. Yeah. yeah. It's we watch this it is a fantastic movie. Yep. Now, the reason I say it's not all the games in it 
All the featured games in real. it are not real, but there's characters from games that are real, like Bowser and Zadif and Sonic. Z- and Sonic. <laughs> um, so there's like, and Qbert is in there too. So there's a lot of yeah. like video game cameo characters, but the game that is focused around it, Wreck It Ralph, and um, what's the Fix racing it. game? Felix Jr. is actually the name of the Fix game. Fix It Felix Jr. Yeah. And what's the uh, girls' game called? It's like candy sugar race, rush. sugar rush. Yeah, it's like candy yeah. racing. Sugar, sugar rush, rush is that one, and then um, heroes duty. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> heroes duty. You did, you did, you did no. Um, number two, Detective Pikachu. Yes, I agree with this one. This this is the right list for it to be on, and yeah, at least it's the correct list. Yeah, and I think it's it's worthy of a top five. I don't know if I would put it before the. Sonic is better. <laughs> but it's worthy of the top five. And number one... Oh. I'm Get over here. Uh, Mortal <laughs> Kombat 1995. This is better than taking it seriously. They did a really good job at capturing what Mortal Kombat the game was. I thought they did a really Feels good job there. Feels like. Yeah. Yeah. And they did a really good job at giving it a reason why you were doing this. Because the game itself, you know, you're just basically everyone's fighting. This kind of set up a reason why you would be uh, fighting here. So if you liked Mortal Kombat ever, go back, watch the 95, 1995 version of it. It's it's really not bad. It's I don't know if it's number one. Now it's I need to go back and watch one. it again. No, but it's not bad. So this is a good list, though. This is a good list. Um I would say the only one that I'm just like, eh, is the Final Fantasy one, because I just did not like that. But I haven't seen the recent Mortal Kombat one either, so I don't know where I will fall on that one. Um, yeah, so that but was back our... back to board games. Yeah, back to board we games. We never talked about the only good movie based oh, on an actual board game. I totally skipped over it clue. on the list, because... Yes. We were going to... Yeah, so Clue was number four on their list, um, which is wrong. Um, I mean, Jumanji is, is a better movie. The, but it's not based on a real board but game. But it's not based on a, on a <laughs> board game. And Honor Among Thieves... Honor Among Thieves is a better movie, too. But again, Clue is 40 years old at this point. So I think <laughs> that it still wins. <laughs> with It is a delight. Yeah. Uh, Tim Curry is amazing in everything that he has done. And um, I love this movie. It this is- brings me such joy. And it... It is literally, it is actually based on the board game, Clue. So much so that I'm pretty sure the original theatrical release had four different endings. And you didn't know which one you were watching. Uh Uh-huh. So you'd go in and you could watch it and like the three of us could go watch this. And at the end, three different endings. And at the end, we could have all had a different ending. And and by talking about it, we would have spoiled it for each other. So I think the DVD, you could pick the ending you wanted, or you could go random. I think you could do one or the other. Because this was early when DVDs were first coming out. And Clue, well, Clue was 10 years before DVDs. Um, maybe not 10, maybe five. Um, I think the VHS version, it just played them all. Yeah, like, it played them all in a row, like I think. What? Yeah, yeah. It, like, it played one, and then it like did like a zzzz, and then played the next one or something like that. Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah, I would say this is absolutely worth watching, no matter what. If you just, it's just worth watching. It's campy, but it's, if you were playing Clue the board game, it just 
feels like that. Like, I don't understand why this didn't become its own genre of just like, let's take board games and turn them into fun, campy movies to watch. So your board game collection, look at it. Think about it. What would you turn into a movie? You are a movie executive. You're pitching your board game movie to a movie executive. What board game would you base it on? Arcadia Quest. But Fletcher. It's- <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Probably the most cinematic would be like Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven. Well, it's like just D&D. I think Gloomhaven would be a generic fantasy story. Because I don't think Gloomhaven is an interesting story. It is a compelling game. Um, Steve says too many bones. John says Catan, but I think Catan, well, I think he knows this, but I think Catan is actually in the works, right? Aren't they making a Catan movie? <laughs> I'm almost positive they are. It's you could like, do Betrayal. I have Betrayal. Well, that'd be that fun. Be, that'd be fun. Um, Betrayal at House of the Hill would be a good one, too. I'm looking for, Southern is coming out. It is a, a real movie. Um, I would uh, watch Windward the movie. With space whales. That would be fun. Space whales would be fun. There's, I mean, these days there's a lot of good IPs out there (laughs) that you could make movies out of. A Gretel of the movie. Isn't that just every boring (laughs) farm movie? (laughs) Viticulture. Um, Mansions of Madness. That would be a good one. Mansions of Madness. Well, all the Cthulhu stuff. It's like, it's already. You have to be careful. It's, is it, it goes into the Jumanji or. Pokemon. Is it actually based on a board game or is it based off of the books the board game was based on? You know, like there's just there's yeah. a lot there. And also like ports of the original stories are not they just they, I don't know. For me, they don't work. So The Color of Space or something, I think that's the name of the movie. Um it had um I'm just terrible at actor names, but I can see him in my head. He was in The Rock. Um uh, I don't know. Anyway, it was bad. The rock, you mean like Nicholas Cage? Nicholas Cage. Connery? Yes. yes. <laughs> he was in, and it was very true to the original content, but there's no happy endings in a Cthulhu, like from Cthulhu stories, which is why I think Mansions of Madness or something like that, where you can like actually win, it makes a better movie in my mind. The best Cthulhu media out there, and it's tangentially Cthulhu-y I would give it is season one of True Detective so yeah there, there's my my two cents there yep the I've heard that many times I will say if you, if you haven't watched season one of True Detective watch it because well, it's, it's a a detective crime show not because it's, it's a, a really Cthulhu good thing. show Cthulhu it is just kind of a backdrop really Cthulhu yeah there's yeah. This, there's like a slight Cthulhu mythos as a drop box as a drop the backdrop there's the word. You yeah, did it. That's the you one. You found it. Um, but no, there's a lot of there. good IPs out there now that I could see not only movies, but like cartoons and stuff. Um, like like Arcadia Quest, I bring that up because it's just, there's so much personality in those characters. I would watch an Arcadia Quest cartoon and it would be hilarious. And if we live in the 80s, there would be a Saturday morning cartoon of it because in the 80s, they actually did this stuff where you have all kinds of like... <laughs> board games and any kind of th- any kind of product that they could sell to kids they would make a cartoon out of it and you yeah, would love didn't it. Yeah, did the like FCC or whatever it is that tells you what you can put on TV said like no more making 40 minute long commercials and calling them television programming for children? I don't know. If they did, they robbed us of amazing <laughs> things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like that's literally like they were like 
no companies. You can't just make a toy and then make shows that are commercials for that toy. I don't know. This is I, not that's allowed. Basically, it's still a common thing that they do today. Um, it's yeah, it's a very common thing that they do today. I was watching the Pac-Man movie, or I'm trying to think of all the Saturday morning cartoons that were based off of games. Pac-Man was one. Um, I, I loved the Pac-Man cartoon. It was so good. It was so bad, but it was so good. I mean, it was eight. I had low standards. I remember the animation being amazing. Um, I never want to see it again because it'll ruin all The animation is not amazing. <laughs> it was just so happy and cheerful. Um, any other board game, like actual legit board game movies? Because there's just so few. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can't think of anything else. I think we're going to see more um, because as games get more into the storytelling aspect of things, I think you're going to start seeing game stories with the ability to get picked up like books could. Because some of these games are of that caliber where they're telling these epic stories and they may be good. Um, Terraforming Mars. No, Steve, that's not going to happen. Just go see The Martian. Yes, it's the it's same. It's better. <laughs> it's way it's better. It's not at all the same thing, but it's better. No. <laughs> it has Matt Damon. It's still... Uh, pretty much only Matt orange. Damon for like 70% of the movie. <laughs> Eating poop potatoes. Poop Is that a spoiler? Potatoes. I don't think that's a spoiler, but it's a main theme. Um, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I'm going to send you back to school with my child on like what is a spoiler <laughs> and what is not i'm not sure <laughs> asmodee does have an entire division um to get their ips and make movies and books out of them so we should see more we're seeing a lot of graphic novels um and comics uh based on board games so if you do want additional stories there that's one place that you can go uh well we're also seeing a lot of those made into movies so maybe eventually we'll We'll get the crossovers we deserve. Yeah, a period piece, period piece based on brass. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, one last thing we're gonna do before we leave. I'm going to Board Game Geek. Um, of course, Board Game Arena came up because I have to actually type up the entire thing now. Um, we're gonna go to the top 100 um, list, and I'm going to quickly scan this. Um, pandemic could possibly be made into a movie, but I don't think you'd ever want to. It's um, called Contagion, and they already yeah. did it. Which is, yeah. They just didn't it's know called it. real life. <laughs> yep. That was good. And then we had the real life version. Um, Gloomhaven, Ark Nova, eh, eh. Twilight Imperium, I would watch that. Like, the hardest thing with Twilight Imperium is the universe is so big that you have to narrow in on, like, one be better TV show. of it. I think, yeah, I think it would make a better TV show or even an animated series or something. Um... Terraform Mars, Gloomhaven, War of the Ring. I don't know if War of the Ring would make a good movie, but eh, maybe. Star Wars Rebellion, same thing. <laughs> Probably not going to happen. Um, <laughs> Dune Imperium. See, we need to, the other way around. There's tons of board <laughs> games based on movies. It's true. Um, Spirit Island. Spirit Island might actually make for a pretty good movie. The premise there cats? is like the spirits on the island are trying to like get the colonizers out. I could see that as like almost a horror movie. Um, I'd yes. watch it. I'd watch it. Great Western Trail would make a very boring movie, as all our all uh, as as the movie Australia proved because so bad. <laughs> that's what that one is. We got to get the cows to a place. I wouldn't mind watching a movie set in the um, era of Scythe 
that would be really good. I think that would be interesting. Um, Castle of Burning, no. Seven Wonders, probably not. Nemesis, that's been made multiple times, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just trying to wingspan the movie. Basically, that's Hitchcock's <laughs> words. <laughs> um, Root, Root would make actually kind of a fun movie. Because you have all these little animal factions. And if you really wanted to go over the top, you make it live action. Like animated would be be fine. But you go live live action route. I think you have something there. Uh, You'd have to have like Jack Black or um, uh, what's the guy in Sonic? I don't know. You'd have to have some some ridiculous comedian to play off. Be the one human amongst all the weird animal people. Oh, I like that. I like that. Jim Jim Carrey. Thank you. Um, too many bones. I think that would actually make a pretty good movie because there's a lot of lore there as well, and you could the, those characters. I wouldn't mind those characters coming to life. Marvel Champions probably would never work as a movie. Um, Feels see. like it's been done before, <laughs> over and over <laughs> and over. Blood Are Rage. they making a Warhammer movie? Um, a Warhammer movie. They made them. I think a, there's one in the works. Yeah, I, I thought think they were make. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's been a few already, but just like direct a DVD or something. Um, let's see. It's kind of scrolling fast. Crokinole, the movie that could happen. Sleeping there was Gods. One in 2010 that looks like it was bad. Yeah, that sounds about right. All I right, they were making a new one. Maybe I'm wrong. Azul, the movie. Let's do it. Oh, no. Yeah. They're making a new one, and it's starring Henry Cavill. All right. Really? Hmm. You know what I just saw? I just, this is, I did not realize this until now, and this is going to be the last thing. Uh, fun fact Decrypto has broken to the top 100. It is number 97. Have I, I haven't taught you guys Decrypto yet, have I? What? Decrypto? Uh, I was distracted. Sorry. And- I realized that John was doing the same. <laughs> talk in the chat that i was googling so well i'm just gonna i'm just plugging to crypto because it is a fantastic team party-esque game it's not really a party game but it works for teams and it's it's fantastic uh don't play code names just play decrypto and your life will be much better this is the one that we we played together is yeah that, we played okay this. all right yeah we played this sure. all weekend remember that yeah i it was <laughs> I wasn't it sure. Was like I've been three playing, whole weeks ago. <laughs> I've been playing it a lot with a lot of people, and it's also coming to BGA. So that is, I'm looking forward to oh, playing that BGA. So, yeah, we had a really good time playing Decrypto. It is a great game. All right, let's be done with this podcast, shall we, Kitty? Um, I changed this to just like an easy thing now. Yeah, but now I have to read it because I wasn't paying attention. But you got this. Tabletop game game talk. That wasn't supposed to be the hard part. That's the hard part. (laughs) Tabletop game talk is a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. We have a Discord. Join us there to continue the conversation and be part of our live recordings. Whenever it is, they happen. (laughs) It's also where you'll find an endless stream of games you can play with us and other listeners on Board Game Arena. Links are in the show notes, and you can go to tabletopgametalk.com to find out more. You didn't make my part any easier, but uh, (laughs) hosting fees and giveaways are sponsored by our patrons. Adam Harrison, Miles Clark, Sahara Wentworth, Michael Finley, Listener Doug, The Gift of Games, Jason Strong, John Lewis, Joe Hoover, Emil Jiljam, Danny Hersey, Jim Conrad, Lightning Steve, Gary Bunker, Peter Fleming, Andrew Fayash, John Williams, Sir Sully, Matthew Droke, Jimothy, Paul Romer, Nicholas Lotz, Weatherman Keefe, 
Leanne Verhull, Stephen Judd, Marina Stevens, Ben Gary, Sean Peck, Michael Yanikowski, Jeremy Fisher, Christopher Dong, Terrence Miltner, Richard Yossi, Token Fan Forever, Stephen Falcon, Joe Romero, David Radke, Brian Arnold, Courtney Falk, Ryan Ellett, Dan Seed, Darren McClellan, David Garner, Jesse Wheeler, Charles Pearson, Agnes Toth, Ron Nelson, Aaron Moore, Don Gilstrap, Glenn Cotter, Eric Salander, Adrian Dong, Eric Huffman, Jason Ronnie, Jerry Wong, Sean P. Kelly, Christy Keel, Monica Witchman, and Michael27. And thanks to everyone who's ever been a patron, just put me to us. If you want to be a future patron, but in the present, links are in the show notes. Until next week, keep playing games <laughs> and having fun. So Zachary was sitting next to me in the movie the entire time, as you would for bringing a four-year-old to a movie. (laughs) And the first thing he tells me when we get out of the movie theater is, you look different in the dark. And I asked him, (laughs) did you not think I was next to you? He's like, no, because you looked different in the dark. I think the reason he was so quiet is he didn't think I was me sitting next to him in the movie theater. (laughs) What? That's crazy. Yeah. My child waited until the last three movie minutes of the movie and then said, I have to go pee pee, mom. <laughs> I was like, You're waiting. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kids. They're the best.